This gospel message is brought to you by the redeemed Christian Church of God, Fountain of Love, Aberdeen, UK. Open your heart to receive this life-changing Word of God. For the Most High God, the one who answers prayers, unto him shall all flesh turn. Jesus, mighty deliverer, we thank you. Thank you, thank you, Father. Hallelujah. You may be seated very briefly. Hallelujah. We are all welcome once again to the mid-day of the month of May. And I'm sure the rest half of this month will usher you into the place of incredible miracles and divine help. Your own shall not be different. Amen. Every testimony you have had on this altar, you will have your own version of it. Amen. I hope somebody understood what I was saying. Every testimony you have had here, you will have your own version. And may I tell you as well, because with God it gets better, with God is from glory to glory, your version will even be more stunning. In the name that's above all names. On a glorious day like this, we are most privileged and honored to have in our midst to minister to us a great friend of this house, full of grace and energy. Whenever I minister, I say, my, oh, my. It's all the way from Kenya. When we had the, um, when we had the, pastors welcome yesterday. There was a sister from um, Uganda. Is she here today? Yeah. I had an accent. accent. I said, your accent is a bit of your Southern African accent. And she said, no, she's a bit from um, where this pastor will not speak with Kenyan accent. <laughs> we speak another accent that you probably will pick a little bit more quickly. He's an apostle by calling, an evangelist by gifting, a prophet by disposition. He is the, he is the founder and uh, presiding head of the World Changers International Christian Center. I followed the building of the edifice the, the Lord provided for them there. Also, I promised to be there by the special grace of God. And uh, maybe one of these is, I think, one or two of you with me. God is doing marvelous things through him. Um, I can't finish telling his story. His story is very challenging. Gave his life to Christ as a very young person. Made a lot of impact in Nigeria universities, ministering everywhere. And has not stopped since then. And here he is today, fully packaged by the Lord, ready to be fired. <laughs> and to fire up things for the Lord. Welcome with me, Apostle Eric Israel Okere. Hallelujah. Come on, give him a body welcome. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
You know, the last time I came here, I stayed with the pastor for a while. Took me through the building, gave me testimonies of how God helped him here. As at that time, we don't have any land in Nairobi. You know, I preached in Pastor Mark's church. Pastor Mark, he took me around, gave me the testimony of what God did. So I made up my mind I would replicate it. Yes, I told him to pray for me. He did. I dropped my seed in the offering and went away. I went to Pastor Mark. He told me to lie down on the altar. So I did. Him and his wife, they prayed for me and I left for Nairobi. That was three years ago or so. Three years thereabouts, I left. God helped us. We bought a land in Nairobi. We built the first building, the church and the seven-story building. We finished the seven-story we started the second one, and last week we did the sixth decking. The sixth decking. Because I made up my mind. See, when he said, you know, your version should be better, I made up my mind. If God has helped him, he must help me. So he prayed for me, and the prayers working. Hallelujah. So I want to sing to God, be the glory. Great things he had done. I know you know what to do. I, I, I just learned this two years ago, you know, to be praising God. So let's play together. <laughs> Hallelujah. So let us praise the Lord, praise Jehovah, let the earth hear his voice, praise him, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, let the people rejoice, oh come to the Father, through Jesus.
John chapter number 3, verse 27. The Bible says, John answered and said, A man can receive nothing except it be given unto him from heaven. So when he testified, I knew God gave it to him. So I asked God to help me also. Revelation chapter 15, verse number 5. The Bible says, After that I looked, and behold, the temple of the tabernacle of the testimony in heaven was opened. May they open that temple to you. Am I in the right church this morning? So if you must have testimonies, they must open the temple that has the tabernacle of testimonies. When they open it, testimonies will just be smiling at you everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Are you understanding what I'm talking about? I see that temple open on the 15th day of May 2022 in this church. So when you see testimonies in church, it's because the tabernacle has been opened. There's a tabernacle that has testimonies inside. When it's open to you, oh my God, <laughs> testimonies everywhere. I prophesy that that tabernacle is open to you. Second Kings 11 verse number 12, the Bible says, And they brought forth the king's son and put the crown upon his head, my emphasis, and gave him the testimony. And they made him king after they gave him testimony and anointed him and they clapped their hands and said, God, save the king. You will collect your testimony right now. You will pray right now. Father, today is the 15th day of May 2022. I command the tabernacle of testimonies to open to me. Give me my testimony. On your mark, said, fire prayer, whatever you are. Give me my own testimonies. I order for the tabernacle of testimonies to be open to me. Because a man can have nothing except is given to him. A man can have nothing except God has given it to him. Lord, give it to me. Give it to us in this church. Open for us the tabernacle of testimonies. We ask for that tabernacle to be opened and let testimonies be given to us in this church. In the name of Jesus Christ, let everyone begin to have access to testimonies. Raton de Bragadusha. Lord, I demand for the opening of the tabernacle. Let that tabernacle open. Let that tabernacle open now and let testimonies begin to point to my life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Lord, give it to me. Give me my testimony, O God. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we pray. As soon as they gave him testimony, they made him king. Excuse me, sir. He was wearing the crown, but they didn't make him king until he had testimony. It's your testimony that brings that royalty in you. No testimony, no royalty. Are you hearing me? You now tell God, Father, from today, let the tabernacle of testimony open from now to the end of the year for the rest of my life and bring out royalty in me. Bring out the royalty in me. I am not a peasant. 
I am son of the king. See, and they brought the king's son. <laughs> and they brought out the king. Put it there. Sir. Somebody put it on the screen. Thank you, sir. And they brought out the king's son. I am not a peasant. I'm not an idiot. I am a king's son. It is time for me to become a king. Without testimony, I can't be a king. So today, 15th of May, open the tabernacle of testimony and then let my royalty appear. Open the door for me to be a king. Let the crown be put upon my head. Wherever you are, fire the prayer, wherever you are. In the name of Jesus Christ, I am a king's son. I enter my royal lineage, royal manifestation. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I enter royal manifestation. Lord, make me the king. Let me begin to rule. Masuka pandale kadusha. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we pray. The Bible says as soon as they gave him the testimony, they made him king one. They anointed him two. And number three, they clapped their hands. <laughs> Let the anointing come on me and let me stop clapping for me. Clap your hands and fire the prayer. Let them clap for me everywhere I enter. From today, throughout this year, for the rest of my life, let them clap for me. Let my destiny receive clap. Let it be so. In Jesus' name we pray. And they clapped their hands and said, Long live the king. You will reign for long. Your testimony will last for a long time. See, your testimony has replicated itself. Have you seen that now? It has, the, the second building, I did exactly like what I saw here. Exactly. You need to see the picture. This, I, exactly. I, because when I looked at it, it entered my spirit. So I went like, that's the way it did happen. So I downloaded it exactly like that. What I saw, when I entered those, the office like that, and I saw rooms everywhere. I said, ah, I replicated it. So, so, <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Replicated. Six floors. Now we are going to the seven or eight floor. We'll stop maybe at eight. Praise God. <laughs> they will clap for you. Oh, I got project that scripture. I need that scripture. And you will stay long in the day of breakthrough. You will stay long in the place of your success. You will not disappear suddenly. You will not succeed and later vanish. You will not become an expired successful fellow. The louder your amen, the faster God does it for you. You will not become an inspired, successful fellow. You will be current all the way through. Even after you leave this world, your testimony will inspire people. Receive that and say the louder amen. Speak to us now. Glorify your name. Principalities and powers, I have come. The Bible says, Blessed is he who cometh in the name of the Lord for the earnest expectation of all creatures. Waited. For the manifestation of the sons of God, not of witches and wizards. I have come to manifest as a son. Therefore, I silence every witch, wizard, powers of darkness operating in the life of everybody. I put a stop to your manifestation. 
in the name of Jesus Christ. Let the tabernacle of testimonies be open here. Let everyone collect their own. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we pray. Everybody say amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Praise God. I bring you greetings from my wife. My wife is a woman, not a man. <laughs> and my three sons and the members of the church in Nairobi. Please, when pastor is coming, make sure you follow him. Your destiny is not only in Aberdeen. It extends to Kenya. Because you see the testimony spreading there. I want to thank God for mama. You know, I always watch her. I used to see her on TV. I didn't know she was his wife. I used to see her on TV. I said, ah, this mama, I like the way she speaks English. <laughs> I showed my wife. Look at that. Pastor Greenlee's face. Wow. And then she comes there, command the thing, sharply, no stories, no long stories. Am I right? Straight to the point, straight to the point. The thing has, ah, I appreciate mama. We appreciate you, man. We watch you. Amawu, Yima. We pray to be like you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Please appreciate pastor. You see, there's a gentle way he talks to you. He might not know the thing is entering. You know, he will talk to you very gently. Very gently. He's a pastor. Me? Hey, I will fire you. <laughs> I, I like talking to him because of the way he talks. The thing will just be entering quietly. It's like you are sipping the tea. You wouldn't know when you finish the entire cup. <laughs> we appreciate you, sir. Please appreciate this great man of God. When we were buying the land, he kept on supporting us. Nearly every month, he would send money to Nairobi for us to buy the land. When the building started, he kept on. He kept on. I would send him photographs. He said, what? I, you, I, you, I encourage you. Go ahead, man of God. Go if you don't understand Yoruba, receive anointing to understand. <laughs> when a dog has a backup, it will kill monkey. But I said, so I took it further. So I did not just it means I killed the senior monkeys, the leopards and the antelopes and the elders in the forest. Why? Because I have support. Hallelujah. And I'm not a Yoruba man, so don't think uh, this guy is a Yoruba man. Yeah. But I got a Yoruba anyway. <laughs> Let's go. The topic of the message is this is your month of help. Am I right? It's my month of help also. I'll be teaching on the topic help from unusual quarters. Help from where? Place you never expected help to come. Help is coming to you there. Am I in the right area? You know, the last time I came, I told you there are areas where Judas sits. I don't like preaching to Judas because no matter what you preach, Judas will go to hell. And Judas will soon sell you. When you are preaching, Judas is calculating why is his shoe not matching with his suit? Why is he matching with his trouser? That is the way Judas calculates in church. So I don't like preaching to Judas. I like preaching the area where Peter, James, and John are sitting. They are sons of thunder. When you are downloading, they are uploading. They are the ones that say, Amen. And by the Amen, you know where they are. When you are preaching and they are quiet and looking at you, ah, it's Judas. It's calculating. <laughs> the amount of his suit, but this suit alone, you know. <laughs> and he just didn't gra gra here with one local suit, made in Nairobi suit. Come on, get away. <laughs> so I don't want to preach to Judas at all. I want the area where Peter, James, and John are. And I'll preach. 
they have come. Look at them. Hallelujah. I told you. I told you they are around. Hallelujah. Okay, they are here. Praise God. Hallelujah. Receive the word of God. I prophesy you shall have help from unlikely quarters. From unusual places. From places you never thought you'd have help, you will receive help. In the name of Jesus Christ. All right, let's go. Let's take the flight. Take your seat. Let's go. Isaiah chapter 41, verse number 10. Isaiah chapter number 41, verse number 10 is the main text for this month. And then we must get the best. This is just half of the month. For better is the end of a thing than the beginning thereof. So from now till the last day of this month, and by the way, this month is when my birthday is a good month to have help. Praise God. You see, better is the end of a thing than a, ah, it will be better for you. I don't know what you got from uh, day one to day 14. Today is day 15. From today, everything has changed. If I spoke to you, say the amen very well. The louder your amen, the better your life. The Bible says in Isaiah 41 verse number 10, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yay! Let us click on the main word. There's I will help you. After helping you, I will uphold you so that the help will not finish you. Because sometimes when God helps some people, they don't know how to manage the help. Especially when God gives you an elderly help and you are young and small in the spirit. God knows how to give you oversized help. But when he helps you and discover that the help is now making you do garagara somehow, he will send another one to uphold you. Because there are oversized help coming. There are 24 persons receiving oversized help. Wait, the reason for the oversized help is because you are overdue. So the time for the help expired and the help didn't reach you. So God is giving you oversized help. Am I in the right area? I hope I'm not preaching to Judas here. I said God is giving you oversized help. Help bigger than your size. Why is God giving you oversized help? He's giving you oversized help to compensate for the days you are tortured. Who am I talking to? To compensate for the days things were difficult for you. Receive compensation. I said receive compensation. I said receive compensation. It's giving you the help to compensate. Somebody say I receive compensation. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, that is why the help will be bigger than the size you have expected. That is why the help will be bigger than the size you have taught it to be. Say that amen loud and clear. In the name of Jesus Christ, Help from unusual quarters. Help that you don't even know that you could ever have. Help from unusual quarters. The Bible says in 1 Samuel chapter 11 verse number 9, And they said unto the messengers that came, Thus shall ye say unto the men of Jabesh Gilead, Tomorrow, by the time the sun be hot, ye shall have help. And the messenger came and showed it to the men of Jabesh, and they were glad. That is a word for 41 persons here. Tomorrow, by the time the sun is hot. About this time tomorrow, what's the time now? 
It's about 12 o'clock or thereabout when the sun is hot. Except the sun will not be hot again. When the sun is hot in Aberdeen, when the sun is hot in Europe, in Africa, by the time the sun is hot, you will have help. As I'm talking now, help is gathering together, gathering together to locate you when the sun is hot. I said, when the sun is hot, you shall have help. By the time the sun is hot, you shall have help. Now, whoever doesn't want you to be helped should go and remove the sun. If you can contend with the sun and uproot the sun and take the sun away, fine, no more help. But as long as the sun is there, still shining, and the sun will be hot by this time tomorrow, you shall have help. In the next 24 hours, help will locate you. Excuse me, sir, you will have help. I said you will have help. I said you will have help. I said you will have help. Somebody say, I receive help. Somebody shout, I receive help. By this time tomorrow, in the next 24 hours, you shall have help. Now let me show you some things. There are, number one, regular and consistent helpers. Everybody has such kind of people around you. Your parents fall into that shoes. Your pastor falls into that shoes whenever you come to him. Even when you offend him, he will still come and say, I pray for you, two of us. Even you, you, mean, you know that you offended him. <laughs> you pretend like that. Pastor, something is happening to me. He will pray for you. You even forget. You forget that you hurt him. You mess up. He will still pray for you. He still pray for you. That one is regular and consistent help. You offend your father. You still go back to father's school fees. You talk to him. He just does everything. You offend your mom. You now pretend as if hunger has almost killed you. You enter. The woman will give you food. She will pretend you forgot that you did the other thing the other time. Uh, those are regular and consistent helpers. God has already given us those ones. But number two is general helpers. General helpers are those helping everybody. And you fell in and they also helped you. That's general helpers. They give you general help. Number three, number three is emergency helpers. Emergency helpers arises when you need help and there's no one to help. And suddenly somebody surface. And say, what are you doing to that guy? Stop it! And after the person finishes helping you, he disappears. Ah, 50 of you say, amen, collect such helpers. I have had them in different shapes and sizes. I was to get in here yesterday by 8 a.m. I could not. When I got to KLM, because that's what I always fly to Aberdeen. It just takes me straight. Yeah, I'm Saddam Aberdeen. I'm just here in the morning. They told me, excuse me, sir, you can't enter this aircraft. I said, why? Overfrequent flyer is worrying me. So why shouldn't I enter? They said, it's not overfrequent flyer. Brexit have affected me. Me? I'm not in Britain. I am in Kenya. They said there is Brexit. You don't know what Brexit is? I said, I have heard the story that uh, one man, uh, what is the name of your prime minister? But Boris uh, Johnson said they should Brexit and then uh, Theresa resigned. This and that one. It's a long story, but fine. It doesn't concern us. I just want to pass and enter. They said you can't enter the aircraft. They said you need transit visa to enter. Ah. You didn't tell me before. I need to get to about this. They said, sorry, you can't enter. I thought of the joke. They deplaned me. I saw the plane taking up to my present like this. <laughs> and I was telling myself, I'm supposed to be inside this plane, but the plane. 
Then the resilient spirit in me stood up. I told myself, I'm not going home. From here, I must be in Aberdeen. In the name of Jesus. My wife and children brought me and they've gone home. So I made them, I will not call them. Ah, it's bad news. Imagine they say bye-bye to you. <laughs> then I can do then I came to collect you. Ah. Hey. <laughs> that is like deportation. <laughs> I said, no way. I am not going to go back home. Neither will I call them. So I stood at the airport. I prayed in the it's good to pray in tongues. And then you know, when you are in trouble, there are some tongues that come. Not the normal ones. Not the English ones that you speak like you're speaking Queen English. There are some rough tongues that when devil hear, they disappear. So, do, 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 do. <laughs> I began to pray in the Holy Ghost and God gave me an idea. There is one woman that follows you that works in Africa. Call her now. So I called her. It was already 12 midnight in Nairobi. So I called her. Madam, I'm sorry to disturb you. This is Apostle Eric speaking. I need to be in Aberdeen. They deployed me from KLM because of Brexit and transit visa. Ma, I need ticket now. Can you call your agent? I will try my best. Apostle, for you, no problem. She called the agent, told the agent, locate a ticket. They said they found one for $5,000. Ah, man, I'm not a thief. I stole nothing. That one is too expensive. They said, okay, fine. They started looking for They said, okay, just stay around the airport. Don't leave so that we get anyone flying. And they started searching. Then they found Qatar Airways flying by 1 a.m. It was already 12 midnight. They said, I should start running to the uh, gate because they are closing the gate. In fact, they've already closed the gate. So I ran to the gate. I stood there. They started booking. They started booking. Finally, they booked it. When I, I stood there, they said, gate closed. Ah, gate closed. Well, she gets away. <laughs> so I moved around, and I saw a woman well-dressed. So I knew she may be the manager. So I walked to her. Madam, my name is Pastor Eric. I need to travel distance. I lost the KLM opportunity, but I can't lose yours. I just got my ticket now. And this lady over there and the other man said they can't put me in the plane because they've closed the counter. She smiled. She said, I'll put you in the plane. That's all. That's all. That is an emergency helper. She followed me there. She said, put him in. They put me in. Give him his body part. They gave me. Give him this and that one. Drop your bag. You can go in. I was the last man to enter the aircraft. And today, I am here. Are you hearing me, somebody? May God send you emergency helpers. I may not be that lady again, but she has helped somebody. She has helped a generation. May God put emergency helpers at every position, at every station of your life, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The louder your amen, the more God distributes them everywhere. You will not be stranded. You will not be stranded. You will not be stranded. I said you will not be stranded. Maritally, you will not be stranded. Financially, you will not be stranded. Physically, you will not be stranded. Ministerially, you will not be stranded. Receive helpers. Emergency helpers. Collect them from everywhere. In every continent, receive them. In the mighty name of Jesus. Somebody say, I receive help. Take your seat. Take your seat. Number five. Is it number five or number four? Number four, strategic helpers. Strategic helpers are those that God has positioned in some places to help you. They are just strategically positioned. That woman is an emergency helper. I'm not saying a strategic one. Because she had power to say, hey, put him in. What if I spoke to somebody that cannot say, hey? You say, hey, somebody say, come on, hey, too. 
Pedro Rei Yaonia. Hey, put him, say, hey, come on, quiet. <laughs> ah, may God put people strategically around you to help you. Every station of your life, may God position strategic helpers. People who have audacity and capacity. People who have authority and power to make things happen for you. Eh? 52 persons, receive them. Wait. Wait, I mean, there are some people seated here. Help is scarce around you. The power of God is locating you to remove that spell. No, 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 no. I need to attend to that. Bow your head, wherever you are. Release the anointing now to move. Sita kebregedusha. Maroka panda legera. There are one, two, three, four, five, seven, eight. There are eight persons. Help is scarce. You try to even push things, help other people, and nobody's reciprocating. And it becomes difficult for you. I release power to locate you where you are and remove that spell. Number one, number two, number three, number four, number five, number six, number seven, number eight. I command that force, making men not to help you, causing help to be scarce in your life. Catch fire. I said catch fire now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Holy Ghost, shake it out of your lives. Shake it out of number one. Shake it out of number two. Shake it out of number three. Shake it out of number four. Shake it out of number five. Shake it out of number six. Shake it out of number seven. Shake it out of number eight. Eight of you receive your deliverance now. Receive help. Receive help. You will find help. Wherever you are, let the power of God sort you out. Let the glory of God sort you out. Receive help right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Everybody shout fire! Shout fire! Shout fire! Set them free from helplessness. From the spell that makes helpers run away from them. Let it expire now. Thank you, Father. It is done. Come on, put your hands together for Jesus. It is done. Wait. If you notice that help used to be scarce to, for, around you, come, come. I want to touch your hand. Help used to be scarce. Come, 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 come. Receive help. Madam, receive help. No more scarcity of help. No more scarcity of help, sir. No more scarcity of help. Lord will raise help us for you. Lord will raise help us for you. It will no longer be scarce. Collect help us. Receive help, man. Receive help. They will not be scarce around you anymore. From hence, for people will be rushing you to help you. They'll be competing to help you. They'll be begging to help you. They'll be forcing themselves to help you. They'll be pushing to help you. They will say, they gave you one million, me, I'm giving you two million. They will increase the help. Help is changing size in your life. In the name of Jesus Christ, you will have help. I said you have help, overflowing help, multiplied help. Helpers are looking for you. I see them rushing into your life. You have help. See, I receive help. See, I receive help. In the name of Jesus, see, I receive help. I decree your life will command help us. Hope you know, 
I would have visited Abadin and gone to another place where I would not be helped to do what I'm doing in Nairobi. But God directed me to where I can be connected to somebody who can give me one testimony. And I looked at him. Very gentleman. God is blessing. No, it will happen. Chai. I pray for me. Pray for me. Very straightforward prayer. I entered the aircraft. The thing started boiling. And it happened. So if it didn't happen, you think it's not a joke. You think it's psycho fancy. Maybe I'm just praising him. Maybe he's now he's just like our pastor. You know, praising him. No way. It happened, sir. It happened to the extent that the government came and looked at the building in the area and said, ah, man of God, how did you come with this kind of vision? I said, well, God gave it to me. We thank God. They said, now there are two ways by which streets are named in Kenya. Number one, if you lobby for it, we'll come and we call everybody and we ask them whether they want you or not. Then you pay $2,500, then we check. If people vote for you, they name the street. If people don't vote for you, you lose your money because you won't name the street after you. He said, number two is when you do something monumental, we don't need anybody to recommend you. You are recommended by the monument you have put there. They said, your church falls into the second category. What should be the name of the street? Give us the name. So I gave them the name. World Changers Avenue. So the street is named. I came here three years ago, just three years ago. Within two years, they named the street after the church. No, Google it is there. World Changers Avenue. Q, K-I-U-U. You see there? Bam. You see the tall building standing like that. They, are you understanding me? May God position people that will inspire you. See, strategic helpers are those that inspire you, not those that expire you. In every relationship, there are those who inspire and there are those who expire. There are people who are adding to you, some are subtracting from you, some are dividing you, and some are multiplying you. So I don't know what they are doing in your life. Oh. All those who are adding to you and those multiplying you are inspiring you. All those who are subtracting from you and those who are dividing you and scattering, you know, there are people when you meet them, your life is scattered. You don't even know what to say anymore. When you see them in the crowd, you forget the English you want to speak. <laughs> they scatter your English. When you see them in a panel, gases are coming out of your bootstrap. And you are so confused, you don't know. Those are people that divide you. They scatter you. So those who are dividing you and those who are suppressing from you, they are expiring you. Are you hearing me, somebody? May God send around you those who are inspiring those who will inspire you strategically. The louder your amen, the faster God does it for you. Number five is the unusual helpers. Number one is regular and consistent helpers. Number two is general helpers. Number three is emergency helpers. Number four is strategic helpers. Number five is unusual helpers. Unprecedented. The ones that you don't even, you didn't lobby for them. They just showed up. And they helped, in fact, the ones that didn't look like helpers. In fact, some of them look like they need help, sir. And they finally help you. Are you understanding me? It has happened to me. People that look like they need help, they're not the one helping me. Chai, may God send them your way. Yeah. Esther chapter 4, verse 13 to 14. The Bible says in Esther 4, 36, Esther 4, 13 to 14. Then Mordecai commanded to answer Esther. Think not to thyself that thou shalt escape in the king's house more than all the Jews. For if thou altogether holdest thy peace at this time, then shall there enlargement and deliverance or help arise to the Jews from another place, from an unusual place. But thou and thy father's house shall be destroyed. And who knoweth whether thou art come to the kingdom for such a time as this? 
Unusual helpers emerge when the real helpers decline. When those that God are positioned strategically to help you decide not to help you, suddenly God will raise a gate man. Who knows the number of the CEO? Gate man, oh, he will not call the CEO. And the CEO will say, tell him to come in. And your story changes. And the man that is there doing ragara, God will just bypass him since he had forgotten you. I don't know who I'm talking to. Whoever you are, collect them now. Unusual helpers. People you never thought could ever help you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Somebody say that amen loud and clear. One more time, say that amen loud and clear. In Jeremiah chapter number 38, from verse number 1, Jeremiah chapter 38, verse number 1, the Bible says, Then Shaphan, the son of Matan, and Galadiah, the son of Pashon, judicial, whatever is their name, their name are very long, verse 2. Let us hear the Lord. He that is ready shall die by the sword. This is Jeremiah prophesying, telling everybody what God is about to do, and it happened. The Bible says what Jeremiah was arrested and put in the mire. If you go to verse 6, then Zedekiah, the king said, Behold, it is in your hands, for the king is not he that can do anything against you. Then they took Jeremiah and cast him in the dungeon, and Malachiah, the son of whatever, that was in the court of the prison, and they led down Jeremiah with cords into the, in the dungeon, and there was no water but mire. So Jeremiah sunk in the mire. They arrested him for prophesying. In our generation, they've not been arrested. It's only in some dangerous area they arrest people for prophesying. Our generation is better. He prophesied what will happen. They arrested him. And they didn't put him in normal prison. They put him in prison that is, I'm telling you, mud. <laughs> they pushed him <clears throat> in, in the mud so that he can die of pneumonia. Are you understanding? Sand mixed with water. They pushed the servant of God there. It, before you touch me like that, I would have finished you. I'm telling you. Eh? One man lifted up his hand to slap me one day, and I said, I will command your hand to dry up. Try it! When he had my voice, he, 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 he advised himself. You think you want to rehearse with my chief? You don't know. <laughs> they arrested Jeremiah and pushed him into the mud and left him there to die. The Bible says in verse number 10, then the king commanded Ebed-Melech the Ethiopian say, no, verse number 9. Uh, verse 10. Then the king commanded Ebed-Melech the Ethiopian saying, take from thence 30 men with thee and take up Jeremiah the prophet. No, verse number 8. Ebed-Melech went forth out of the king's house and spoke to the king saying, my lord the king, these men have done evil in all that they have done to Jeremiah the prophet whom they have cast into the dungeon. And he's like to, he's like to, like to die of hunger in the place where he is. For there's no more bread in the city. Then the king commanded Abimelech the Ethiopian, saying, Take the prophet out of the dungeon before he die. So Abimelech took the men with him and went into the house of the king under the treasury and took thence old cast clouds and old rotting rags, unusual quarters. And led them down by cords into the dungeon to Jeremiah. And Ebed-Melech the Ethiopian said to Jeremiah, Put now these old cast clouds and rotten rags under thine armholes, under the clouds. And Jeremiah did so. So they drew up Jeremiah with cords 
and took him up out of the dungeon, and Jeremiah remained in the court of the prison. Are you seeing that? An Ethiopian was the one that said, no, what you are doing is evil. And he went to convince the king and said, the Israelites have dropped this man there to die. It is evil. And their bread had finished too, in the entire nation. We are punishing this man. God is punishing us. And the king said, what? It's true. Hey. Oh, yeah, go and get him out. There was no rope to get him out. This man went to look for rags and made sure Jeremiah was out. There are people like that that God raises. They may not be from your tribe. When your brothers fail, when those who are blood-related to you cannot help you, God raises Ethiopians, a Bedmelech, a eunuch, a Getman. The guy was a Getman. The Bible says he was a slave in the land of Israel. He was the one that God used as a mouthpiece to bring Jeremiah out. A great prophet. Jeremiah, some of the prophecies from that is still happening here now. Now, God used an Ethiopian to bring him out. That's what they call help from unusual quarters. The man did not have what it takes to pull him out. He had the rags. He used the rags. And it worked. Jeremiah was out. May God send your Ebedimelech. May God raise an Ebedimelech for you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. If you read 2 Kings chapter 5 from verse number 1 to 5, the Bible talked about a certain young child who was a slave, a slave girl, a little maid that was captured by Naaman the leper. The Bible says Naaman the leper was a great captain of the host of Syria. The Bible says he was honorable because by him God had given deliverance to Syria. And he was a mighty man of valor, but he was a leper. When God wanted to solve his problems, and the Syrians had gone out by companies and had brought away captive out of the land of Israel, a little maid, and she waited on Naaman's wife. Not on Naaman, Naaman's wife. The Bible says, and she said unto her mistress, Would God that my Lord will, will, were with the prophet that is, that is in Samaria, for he would recover him of his leprosy. She was just talking. She didn't notice that the boss, whenever he's going to take his bath, covers himself from head to toe, only the eyeball remaining like a mafia. Why is this man behaving like a criminal? He's going to take his bath. He said, hey, little man. He says, sir, go and put water for me in the bathroom. And the lady put the water there and comes out. And the man dresses like a thief. He said, ah, why is this man dressed like a thief? Then they whispered to her and said, he has leprosy. And they didn't know that the solution was that tiny girl. Help from unusual quarters. That girl began to pray one morning. And God said, I sent you here to solve this problem. And you kept quiet. It's not by size, nor by stature. Open your mouth and tell them the solution. Remember, see, the Bible says, by him, God has brought deliverance. It means Naaman was being used by God. This is by him. God has brought deliverance. Naaman, a Syrian, was being used by God to bring deliverance to, her, to their country. The Bible says to her, the lady said, excuse me, ma'am. While they were cooking, we in the kitchen. Excuse me, ma'am. I want to say something. Please don't be offended, though, that I want to say what I was saying. Ah, go ahead. You know, you're not my daughter. You're, you behave well. You behave well. You're a good girl. You're a good girl. Talk now. Yeah. I was told that daddy has leprosy. Say, eh? Then, who told you? They told me, once of many, I didn't. I was just wondering why you don't allow us to wash his clothes. Why is only special human beings that wash it and all that? And I just, and somebody, he said, who told you? I'm sorry, ma'am, but I wanted to say another thing. So I said everything I want to say now. If he goes to my pastor in Samaria, I'm sure he'll be healed. Because my pastor, ah, 
Even our way, people that are very mad, my pastor have sorted them out. People that they arrive and scattered, my pastor reorganize their life. If Muse, our father, can go and see him, I, his skin will become very clean. Are you sure? Are you sure? Don't tell anybody you told me. And the lady took the food to her husband. I said, yeah, sweetheart, I need to tell you something. So the man loosened off because his wife had shut the door. So his eyeballs became a bit enlarged. Eh, what is it? You see that small girl said her pastor in Samaria has the cure to leprosy. If you can see him, case dismissed. Ah, the man thought, how do I go to Samaria to go and beg? I am a mighty man, highly respected. Let us make it, put some paraphernalia around it. Let us make it look gra so that eh, even the prophet will not say no. When the prophet sees the, the kind of people that will rush at him, he will prophesy under pressure. So let us gather some army. So the man went to the king and said, King, you know how useful I am to you. This leprosy is killing me. Look at the way my fingers are reducing in size. My foot, everything. I can't even walk well. But fine, I still have the water ticks in my brain because leprosy did not catch my brain. It only cut my hands and my leg and my body. But anyway, I was told that the solution to the prophecy. What's the solution? There's a little maid in my house. Told me that there's a pastor in Israel that can do it. And you know, we are in Israel, we're not in good terms. How do we do it? Ah, the king said, I have a strategy. I will write a letter to their king and tell them, cure this, my general of leprosy, or else I'll finish you. So it is the king that will not tell the prophet. Have you understood? So they said this. You see, nothing just happens. One thing other leads to the other one. Are you understanding me? So they sent some soldiers, and all of them went with a big letter. And they carried the letter, and they landed Israel, and they went straight to the palace. And they brought the letter and showed the king. The king read the letter. Kill Naaman of leprosy, or else there will be fight. Yeah? The king said, when did I become gone? The king tore his clothes. Wow, see, ah, this man is looking for trouble. Am I, when did, ah, am I God? Am I the one who gave you leprosy? Bros, you guys are looking for trouble. The Bible said while the king was shouting and getting angry, somebody told the prophet that the king is angry. Say for what? Say they brought a certain, you know, the Syrian general. Eh, the Syrian man. He said, he has leprosy. Oh, they brought him. They said the king should kill him. He said, ah, go and tell the king that they should send him to me. Come on, come on, come on, come on. I'm at home. Go and tell the king, send him to me. Why is he tearing his clothes? Is it not that clothes that he wore on Christmas Day? He's not tearing it. For what? Because of a leper. That's a genuine case. Even people that are over mad, that madness was elderly. We saw God helped us. We saw, let him come over. When the king had to say, hey, thank you, Lord, for not embarrassing me. General Neman, because they refused to go. They were sleeping in front of the king's palace every day. Say, oh, God, we wound you if you don't heal us of leprosy. So the king said, hey, my prophet is around. Yeah, quickly. Go to the uh, prophet. So they moved. They stood in front of Elisha's house, expecting Elisha to come out. Elisha said, your case is junior. We don't come out for such cases. <laughs> your ca- you, are from, you are from Syria. Okay, take it easy. We don't just jump out. There are things we, need, we jump out for. Important cases, we come out. When it is junior, junior cases, we send Gehazi. Gehazi, go and check him. <laughs> and you know Gehazi. Gehazi is a bebeto. <laughs> Gehazi said, hey, Oganeman, I am the servant of the prophet, the senior servant of the prophet, A-P-P-A-M-M-A-S-R, the senior <laughs> He has sent me to check your leprosy the way it is. So, sir, the prophet is very busy with the almighty God. So now, he can't talk to you, so come down, sir. Can you, I want to see the leprosy. <laughs> Gehazi inspected him, said, hey, show me your leg, raise it up a bit. Ah, the leg has eaten, you know. 
<laughs> your, your hand. <laughs> and he checked it. Checked his eyeballs. Said, that's my duty. I'm doing my job. Okay, let me do my job. Ah. The man said, okay, see, see. So he finished in. Gehazi went in. Stayed for like an hour. Came out again and said, my boss said you need to take your bath. Me? Take what? Bath. Did they tell you there are no better rivers? Fantastic rivers in Syria. And your boss said that. I thought he would come out and slap the leprosy or do something. Or do some abracadabra, raise his leg and raise his leg and shake his head like that and move a bit and move a bit and, and, and listen to God from above and, and do that and the thing will disappear. And the man refused to display. He's inside his room and he's telling me to take my bath. We have better rivers. And even sending me to go and bath in one stupid river that is very dirty that all of us know that all those means gather. No, 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 no. In fact, we, we, we need to fight now. One of the generals came and said, excuse me, sir. I need to tell you something, sir. I said, okay, go ahead and tell me because I'm boiling with anger. He said, if the man told us to do more terrible things, we would have done it. He said, you should jump up and fall down. You will do it. But he said, you should just take your bath. Okay, fine. Let us do this here. Obey him. If now, after the seventh time you come out, you are still leprous. <laughs> we cannot fight war. I will command the boys and will bring out the problem from whatever he's talking to God. So, okay, fine. That's a good advice. Oh, yeah, let's go. So they went. They went. And now they went to that river. The anointing was already residing in that river. How do I know? Elijah used his mantle to part that river before. Two of us. Anointing entered there to part it. When Elisha got double portion, he parted it again with double portion. Over anointing was in that river. Hope you remember also that when they were carrying the ark of God and going, the priests marched the river and the river parted. And then they put stones inside that river as a memorial. Hope you remember. So the anointing was residing there. So there was no need to do gra-gra. The Bible, see, there's an atmosphere. For example, when you come to the church atmosphere to pray, you get answers. But when you're praying in your house, something that's been, well, well, well. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's why you need to come to church. I, while you're praying in the house, something is reminding you your grandmother didn't like you. See the <laughs> All kinds of things will be entering your mind. Your mind will be traveling. Then you remember that your wife, your wife didn't give you good meat. He gave the meat to your first son. <laughs> so you're hungry. Well, but in church, your mind is there. Am I right? So that's where there's an atmosphere where you go to. So, Naaman told everybody, come on, turn your back. They turned their back. If you look back, I'll shoot you. They said, no problem, sir. Some of them turned their back. Naaman removed his clothes, entered into the water. Wow. Came out. He was still white as snow. In fact, he became whiter. He entered the second time, the whiteness increased. He entered the third time, the whiteness, the fourth time, the fifth time. By the time he entered the sixth time, the whiteness became red. It was like the body was about to start scratching him. He entered the seventh time. By the time he came out, his body became like a baby's own. <laughs> hey, the man shouted. He forgot he was not wearing clothes. All the people turned. They said, look at me. Oh. <laughs> they turned and they saw him. They were jumping on him. They forgot he was a general. They were lifting up. Your body is not very clean, sir. Praise God. His fingers shot out. His legs, everything, everything came out. He was not clean. Ah! He was about to start running to Elisha like that. They said, we are close, we are close, we are close. <laughs> so he wore his clothes. And he got to Elisha's house. He said, I'm very grateful. I'm very grateful. I, it was better you didn't slap me for this to go. Now I know where the secret is. In fact, I'm packing the sand of this place to my country. And in fact, as I pack the sand, 
In case you don't see me in church, my spirit is in church by this hand. He said, I'm connected by Wi-Fi. He connected his Wi-Fi. He said, this is my own Wi-Fi. So I'm carrying it down to Syria so I can be worshipping your God. He said, in case you see me enter the king with the king to the shrine. It's very cool. I, my mind is here. <laughs> Are you hearing me? Are you understanding me? How did God give him that help? Through a little maid. I don't know who your little maid is. Don't despise that little maid. Don't look down on that maid because you don't know why God sent that maid to you. It may be your gate man. It may be somebody that looks like the person doesn't have anything to offer. That could be your help from unusual quarters. From today, receive grace to recognize such. I say receive grace to recognize such. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. From today, you shall be marvelously helped. You shall be what? Marvelously helped. And I'll close with that. Second Chronicles chapter number 26, verse number 3 to verse number 5, and then verse 15. You shall be marvelously helped. You shall be marvelously helped. Ah, God will send you helpers. They will help you. You know what we were building? We were building in the coronavirus season. There was nobody coming to church. There was no offering. There was no tithe. Nobody was in church. Kenya was, I don't know how tight it was here. In Kenya, it was very tight. You show up in church, they will beat the hell out of you. Policemen were everywhere. With their nose covered, some of them wearing clothes like those ones to bury people like that, to do them. And they were just moving up and down. You, they were pastors that were beating seriously. Just because... In fact, even when they said they should do online, some policemen didn't hear the announcement where they went to beat up pastors that were doing online. You know, when it comes to oppression, you only hear go, you don't hear come. I mean, pastors are beaten, sir. Beaten. Televised, sir. Beaten. There were some people who were beaten to death during coronavirus season. So, I was having meetings online only. I didn't know who I was talking to. There was a day I was preaching and the anointing came and I charged and I entered the church. Then I discovered everybody was, there was empty chair everywhere. So there was nobody to lay hands on. So I advised myself. So I took my hand back. Hey, yeah, nobody. The anointing was flowing. <laughs> so I told the anointing to enter the airwaves. And I go down. I kept on preaching, kept on preaching. One person sent me a message. I said, man of God, I was told that you're building church. I said, yes. So I'm sending $500. Said, ah, thank you very much. I'm very grateful though. So I kept on getting. One month later, the person called again, man of God, how far? Eh? So I sent the picture. I said, the picture you sent me now is different from the one you sent me. I said, yes. In the last one month, we've improved to this level. Eh? He said, with $500? I said, no, no, no. I got all that money too from other places. <laughs> he said, it means you are accountable. He said, in fact, I'm sending you $2,000 now. I mean, God started sending help from unusual quarters. Members are not coming to church. Suddenly, they announced, you can have one quarter of your members come to church now. So they will sit, and then, you know, you know, you know how they told us to space everywhere. So we did all that, and then some members came. They didn't know the church again when they came. They passed. Mm, yeah. This looks like our land now. Ah, this is Apostle's picture. Ah, what happened? Why? We received help from unusual quarters. We were marvelously helped. People came in, sat down quiet. Pastor, what happened? Miracles just happened. Within eight months, the church was covered. No more tents. Ah! Receive help. May God help you marvelously. All right, let's just read this scripture as we round off. Let's say 16 years old was Uzziah when he began to reign. 
Why did this guy reign from age 16? Because God helped him. A 16-year-old, what does he know? God helped him. The Bible says he was when he began to reign, and he reigned 52 years. He was one of the longest reigned kings in Israel. Most kings reigned for 40 years, averagely. Some reigned less. David, 40. Uh, Saul, 40. All of them, 40, 40, 40. But this one, 52. The Bible says his mother's name was Jacoliah of Jerusalem, the next verse. The Bible says the next verse, and he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord according to all that his father Messiah did. Learn to do things right the way God told you, not the way you think you should do it or the way somebody told you to do it. When you do it the way God tells you to do it, you will get help from God. The Bible says to us, he also followed the footsteps of his father. He followed the way Amaziah, his father, did it. And he began to get results. Verse number five, and he sought God in the days of Zechariah. He sought God. Number three, always seek after God if you need help. Always seek after God. Stop seeking books. And when you seek God, God can direct you to the right books. Hallelujah. Praise God. He sought God in the days of Zechariah who had understanding in visions. Number four, locate a servant of God that you can sit under. When you don't have a spiritual father, you will never have feathers to fly. Are you hearing me? You will not go further in life. You will not go faster in life. Then when you don't have a mentor, life will torment you. So you need a mentor. This guy was 16 years old. He reigned in a supernatural way because he had a mentor. A servant of God called Zechariah who had understanding of visions. The Bible says, and as long as he sought the Lord God, God made him to prosper. As he kept on going to church, serving God from age 16, God made this guy to prosper. Verse number 15, verse number 15. The Bible says in verse number 15, the Bible says, and he made in Jerusalem engines. The man became an inventor. Invented by cunning men to be on the towers and upon the bulwarks, to shoot arrows and great stones with them. And his name spread far abroad. A 16-year-old boy. His name spread far abroad. Everybody read the last line. For he was marvelously helped till he was strong. May that be your testimony. Receive marvelous help from today. May you be marvelously helped. I know you have been helped before, but marvelous dimension is coming. There are different kinds of help. When the marvelous dimension comes, you will be so helped that even you, what about you will sing all kinds of songs, I'm telling you. Why? Because of marvelous kind of help. Help that's unprecedented. Help you never knew where it's coming from. This man was marvelously helped until he became strong. But if you read the next verse, the guy misbehaved. When God helps you and you become strong, don't change. Because whatever you get by prayer is sustained by prayer. A river that forgets its source. They dry up. Are you hearing me? See, by a prophet, Israel came out of Egypt, and by the same prophet were they preserved. If prophecy brings you out, prophecy will sustain you. Are you hearing me? So don't forsake the route by which you came. You will disappear. Whatever you just disappear. You'll be looking for yourself. You won't find yourself anymore. This I'm telling you. <laughs> you will disappear. You, see, the same anointing that lifts can bring down. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So value God. As God lifts you and helps you and sends helpers to you. See, that's why I said I will play this out to thank God because I came here to preach, but I came left with inspiration and it worked for me. Are you following somebody? 
So be grateful. Be grateful. You see, in life, when you are not grateful, you are a great fool. Because there's nothing you have that was not given to you. And if God chose not to give it to you, there's nothing you do about it. There are people who are begging for what you have. A lady sent me a text. I said, I'm not happy. I said, why? She said, I got pregnant and I don't want baby. I said, how many babies? I said, like three. Now, the fourth one is coming. I said, do you know that some people are begging for that one baby? In the letter, I'll be very correct. Probably that will be the king of your family. Eh? He said, sorry, sorry. I apologize. Let your head be correct. Imagine when Joseph was coming, the mother said, I'm not happy. Ah. He came now, look at him. He changed the whole world. May your Joseph appear. Amen. May your help appear. I want us to pray right now, asking God for unusual helpers. That's number one. Number two, telling God to make me an unusual helper. I refuse to leave anybody the way I met him. Whoever I meet, I will affect you positively. Whoever I meet, ah, you will know something I've met you. Your life will change positively. Are you hearing me, somebody? Lord, send me unusual helpers. Lord, make me an unusual helper. On your mark, stand to your feet, stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. If you want to kneel down, kneel down. If you want to stand, stand. It's better either you are standing or you are kneeling. Father, send me help from unusual quarters. Send me unusual helpers. I want them to come. Unusual. People that are not the normal kind of helpers, I need. Lift up your voice now. Cry out to God. Send me unusual helpers. Unusual. Help that is not like the one I used to have. In the month of May, send me helpers. Help, not like the one I used to have. Unusual ones. So that I can be marvelously helped. So that this ministry can be marvelously helped. Imagine everyone here is so helped. Uh, help will just be everywhere here. People will be rushing in here for help. I receive help. Unusual kind of helpers. Let them locate me. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Unusual kind of helpers. Helpers the kind I've never seen before. The kind I don't even know. Father, send them to me. A Benmele kind of helpers. Send them to me, oh God. Let them locate me, Jesus. I cry out for helpers. I cry out for helpers. Now go ahead, pray, Father. Make me a helper also. Make me an unusual helper on earth. As I am helped, I will help others. Mazuka Pandalete. As I am helped, I will help others. I will assist other people in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Send me unusual help and I'll become an unusual helper. Let him be so. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we pray. Everybody say amen. amen. Now you're going to delete some certain people from your life. Those that when they put their mouth in your matter, you will lose help. There are people like that. The company is planning to help you. And they are in the meeting. And they say something. Now, excuse me. Do you really think we should help that guy? Two days ago, how he spoke about the director. 
and he would just fabricate something. And then he said, eh? He did that? Suspended. Then he suspended him. Anyone the enemy will raise to interject and stop my help, but I silence them permanently. You will clap your hands and fire that prayer. Clap your hands, fire that prayer. Silence them permanently. Whoever will put his mouth, hey, and my help will disappear. Father, silence them, seal their mouths, seal their mouths, seal it. Seal their mouth, seal it. Let them not speak anymore. Seal their mouth. Whoever will speak over this church and this church will no longer have, have help. Seal their mouth. Whoever will speak over the servant of God and talk and then the church will no longer have help. Seal their mouth. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we pray. You will take the next one on that vein. Whoever is seated in a strategic place to help me, but I refuse to help me. Father, remove them now. Remove them and put an emergency helper. Fire prayer. Clap your hands and fire that same prayer. Whoever is already strategically located but cannot help me. Father, remove the person. Remove them from this church. Remove them from any strategic position that they occupying so that we can have help. So the church can have help. It is time for divine help. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we pray. Everybody, look at me. Whenever you see anybody doing well, it's not because he's smarter than you. It's because he has been helped. <laughs> he has been what? What's in Allah? Somebody helped him. God sent helpers to him. Somebody came to Naroba and said, Eh, man of God, you are powerful. I said, Stop it. God helped me. Stop it. Don't praise me. God helped me. He calls me. Hello, what is going on? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. It will dwell with you, sir. Amen. Amen. We are sending our contributions again. That's what he does to me. It's help. I, I couldn't come to Abadin because there was Corona. They said we should go and connect. You know that thing. What is the name? <laughs> and we are afraid of the vaccination. Before they go and clone us, before they start behaving like man. <laughs> so we are scared. So I wasn't here. But God puts it in his heart and he calls me. Hello, man of God. This is the say, good. Go ahead. Let me pray with you. And he pray with me. Ah, it was that God that put it in his heart. What if I called him and he didn't pick? Yes, I could call him and he won't pick. Will I beat him? Remember, I'm in Nairobi in here. Beat him how? If I was here, I would find my way to his house. But now I am there far. So it was help from God. Are you hearing me, somebody? Now pray wherever I ought to have reached that I never reached because help was not available. Father, in this service, push me there. 
I recover. Clap your hands and fire that prayer. Ah, wherever I would have reached that I couldn't reach because there was no help. I would have reached somewhere, but I couldn't get there because there was no help. Father, push me there. Push me there. Remember me. Remember me, Lord. Push me. Push me. Help me in this service. Remember me today. Push me, Lord. Just a push. A push can take me there. Wherever I am supposed to have reached, that I could not reach because there was no help. Wherever I should have entered, but I couldn't enter there because there was no help. Because I came for this service, 15th of May, 2022. Lord, I'm asking of you, push me. Help me by pushing me. Maroka tondalete. Help me, Lord, by giving me just a push. Push me so I can recover all that I've lost over the years. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Lift up your hands now. 42 people receiving an anointing that attracts unusual help. I release the anointing now. Just connect yourself. Something's happened to you already. 42 persons receiving grace for unusual help. Sir, you need that anointing. Ma, you need that anointing. Because without the anointing, the devil will deny you of help. We'll make sure that those that plan to help you are frustrated for helping you. But when the anointing comes, it makes it easy. Receive power right now. Receive power. Number one to number ten, receive the anointing. Number eleven to number twenty-one, receive the anointing. Number twenty-two to number thirty-one, receive the anointing. Number thirty-two to number forty-two, receive the anointing. I release the power of God upon you now. Receive power in the name of Jesus Christ to attract help from unusual quarters. Everywhere you enter, men will begin to help you. Before you call, people begin to answer you. When you ask for one helper, a thousand will be made available to you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I release that power to come upon you now. I release that power to come upon you now. Let that anointing rest upon you. Let your story change. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, let your story change right now. Receive a change of story. Thank you, Father. I know it is done. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Heads bowed and eyes closed. The Bible says Uzziah was helped because he obeyed God. You have not obeyed God fully. Or you need to be saved. Or you need to make your ways right with God wherever you have this lift up your hands. So that the grace will not be made to be vain in your life today. Whatever you are, thank you. Lift it above your head. You need forgiveness on any issue. Please lift up your hands. You want to be in, in right standing with God. You don't want to live here that God is baptizing us with help and live helpless because of sin, because of a mistake, because of an addiction, because of something that you did wrong. Lift up your hands above your head. Be sincere. This is the presence of God. If it is well with you, people will celebrate you. But when it's not well with you, people will suspect you. you say, ah, maybe the sinner, maybe the thief. It's better we repent now and everything changes. Hallelujah. Praise God. 
If your hands are lifted up, please can you come? Come, please. Boldly, come. Tell somebody to just excuse you. Come and make your way right with God. Come. Thank you, sir. Can you sing that song that that choir sang? That man sang under the you are too faithful to fail me. Keep coming. Come. Don't hide your sins. Because he that covereth his sins shall not prosper. <laughs> but he who confesses and forsakes them shall have mercy. Please come. Come and make your ways right. As you are standing by the altar, just tell God what happened. You've proven yourself in my life. And I've come to realize. Thank you. Keep coming. You're too faithful to fail. Keep coming. God bless you. You've proven yourself in my life. You've proven yourself in my life. I came to testify and I came to testify. You're too faithful to fail. Ask him for mercy. Tell him, Lord, look at it. I'm so sorry. Have mercy on me. Please forgive me. I hand over my life to you. I am not taking my life away from you anymore. Remove this from me. Take this shame away from me. Take this sin away from my life. Take it away from me. I receive help from you. Ah, I receive help from you today. To live a righteous life. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Now wait, just a minute. Do you know that it is God that helps you to live a sinless life? Yes. We are kept by his power. There are times when you feel like you're jumping into it. But something held you. It is God. Ask Abimelech. He already collected Sarah. Sarah was in the room. God said, I'm the one. Because of your integrity, I switched you off. I disconnected all the wire and made you impotent. Tell him enough. God said, you're a dead man. You don't tell you I finished fellow. Come and get help from God. Some of you lifted up your hands. Now put down your hands now. Join them and receive help. Everybody stretch your hand towards them. We want to pray for them. These are the sincere ones. Please, as you're standing by the altar, confess that sin to God. Tell him exactly what went wrong. He will have mercy on you. Go ahead, do it. If that young prophet confessed, he wouldn't have been killed by lions. If he cried to God, God would have had mercy on him. So cry to God. Cry to him. Have mercy, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Immortal God, I'm asking that you have mercy on your children. Forgive their sins. Forgive addictions. That error that comes up every time. Let it die now. I command it, die! I release them. From the yoke of sin. In the name of Jesus. Whatever keeps setting you back is over. Receive deliverance now. From sin. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you Father. As you leave this altar you sin no more. Thank you Lord. There is somebody that has an incurable disease. They told us it doesn't have cure. I announce by the voice of prophecy, you will not die of that disease. You will live the full length of your life before you leave this world. By the power and the strength of that prophecy, I release healing. 
to everyone that came here sick receive your healing in the name of Jesus anyone that came to church today with infirmity receive your healing now in the name of Jesus anyone tormented by the devil receive deliverance now in the name of Jesus whosoever the son says free is free indeed your freedom is total the help you came for in the house of God you got it today you will come back to this altar to testify that in the month of divine help God marvelously helped you thank you father in Jesus name we pray For more information on what you've heard, please visit our website at www.fountainoflove.org.uk. You'll also find other media presentations available to you. Stay blessed in Christ Jesus. Amen.